Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's the final hour of power here on this Wednesday edition of the Chris Russell Show. Here on the Team 980, we're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, alongside the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. We'll take you up to 4 o'clock before we dish things over to Craig Hoffman, Matthew Essick, behind the glass, making things happen for us per usual. You can get in on the phones on the Ace Law listener line, 301-230-0980. Coming up 3.30, the DOC pulling all of the big strings. Joe Theismann. Set to join the program. Someone who's been through the exact same scenario that we're seeing Sam Howell go through right now. I'll get to the calls uh, back here in a second, but I wanted to let you all or read to you all an excerpt from Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider. Uh, ESPN does their insider's notebook each and every week. Last week, there was some damning news about the commanders. We aired that over on Grant and Danny yesterday. But right now, though, I want to get to what Dan Graziano had to say about the future of the quarterback position for the Washington Commanders. Starts off by saying the Commanders are a team to watch over the coming weeks for a number of reasons. With new ownership in place, changes are expected on the coaching staff and in the front office and potentially at quarterback. If the season ended now, Washington would hold the number three pick in the draft. If it loses its last two and Arizona wins one, Washington could get as high as number two. There's some thought around the league that Washington is very interested in Caleb Williams, a Washington, D.C. native who's the strong favorite to be picked first overall. The commanders, with a break here or there over the next couple of weeks, could find themselves in prime position to draft either Caleb Williams or trade up a spot or two to get him. Watch what they do with Sam Howell over the final two weeks. After he got pulled and replaced by Jacoby Brissett in the past two outings, there's a chance Sam Howell sits the rest of the way. So I know it's December. We're getting ready to enter into the new year. But be prepared for all the rumblings we are going to hear over the next couple of months about Washington and their reported interest in Caleb Williams. The pre-draft process is always the most fascinating thing. Guys are going to have holes or holes poked in their game, and people are going to over-evaluate some of this stuff. Caleb Williams is, for my money, a generational prospect, a quarterback. It's the off-the-field stuff and the people in his camp that I think folks will be worried about as we get uh, closer to draft day. But, Doc, are we at the point right now where it seems pretty clear and obvious if you have a top-three pick, you're taking a quarterback, right? Yeah, I feel that way. I, as we speak now – um, the young man at LSU, 
Yeah, I love me some Jaden Daniels. And and I and I'll tell you why. And I'm I'm high on Caleb as well. I don't think DC is the best spot for everybody from DC. Very true. But the same could be. I'll raise you this. No, no. You're all Olu, saying. Olu who the number one tackle prospect, yeah, yeah. was Caleb Williams' left tackle at Gonzaga. No, so I understand like, that. He's coming back home. No, too. I understand that. But what I'm saying is that they don't make offensive linemen the face of a program. That's yeah. They just don't. Right. But when you play rush in quarterback, running back, and it really shouldn't matter where you're from. But and he's elusive. Why I like Caleb. Well, I like the kid at LSU over everybody. You got to have a capability because for one year, yes, you gonna get your behind. Well, you gonna be just like Cincinnati. Burrow was the most Burrow, sacked quarterback. To me, our situation to me is like Cincinnati's. Thirty years in the toilet. Mm, you got to get drafted out of this to get out of it. Right, and it's got to be a quarterback. Yep. There's only one position. It's that only can save one you. position can change the tide. Yeah. And it's got to be the guy with the ball in his hands that can get it out of his hands to somebody else's hands, <laughs> or he can make a guy miss. Right. And the best guy to me in the league, if I was in trouble, is a kid in Baltimore. Yeah. He's the only guy that there's no – he has no equal. There's no other likeness. Everybody else I can say, well, yeah, that guy and or. With him, that's it. And, Doc, notice the messaging on all the other mobile quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. they got to learn how to slide. No. Lamar's so damn bad, oh, no, just, they can't touch him. Can't so touch he don't got to learn how to protect himself because they can't touch him. Yeah, and the kid in, in LSU, he mocked his game after him. Yes. He inspired him. It's a generational move to where greatness is inspired by others. You inspire people to do it. Caleb, to me, is more like Mahomie. Mm-hmm. And I, I just the thing I'm wrestling with is that <clears throat> as outstanding as he is, Heisman Trophy winner, how's he not a finalist again? How's, how's SC? I know the defense stunk, but he so in Kansas City. Yeah. But Mahomie <laughs> found a way. Something is I got to figure it out, and I haven't gone into research mode. But I love Caleb, and I love both those two kids. They're the only two yes. that I would even consider other than the kid out of Michigan. Now, McCarthy is somebody, Doc, you're yeah. going to look like a genius about a month from now because I do anticipate yeah. McCarthy rising up the draft boards the same way C.J. Stroud did last year. The big question was, oh, how Stroud far. can't run. But then George, he runs. What he can't run? Stroud, who can't that was run? The, that was the narrative last year is that Stroud well, well, couldn't make plays off schedule. I'm just saying, it, at least there are at least three or four Candidates. You got options, right? All of them are going to be great. Even, we all think everybody, kid in Washington. If, if Penix's is it, knee checks he's, out. He's intrig- intriguing, but yeah. see, I can't do a guy. Can't come to me hurt, Slim. Exactly. Because you don't get hit. <laughs> I can't protect you for a year. So, but you yeah. body, you got to come in with a full metal jacket. Yeah. Because we're going to be terrible again up front. If we have to take a quarterback, then again. You got to be able to run, like you're saying. Yes. It's got to be elusive. Yeah. Got to be a freak. We can't have a normal person. You got to be. Like Burrow. You compared Caleb Williams to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I, I think it's a spot-on comparison, but I think if Williams is going to reach the apex that Patrick Mahomes has, he should follow the exact same blueprint. Mahomes sat the entire first year because he had to get his footwork cleaned up. He had to learn how to be a pro. He talks about at nauseum That's how crucial Alex and Smith was. Alex Smith. We have Jacoby. It could be a dream no, no, scenario. No, look, like uh, Caleb, you told me Caleb Williams. First of all, a year ago, I would have thought there's no way. Yeah, no, right? There's no even, way you could get I, Caleb Even after the Bears lost. Caleb, but see, the Bears are also in a great position. I know. Yeah, I love the kid. I just think that he needs a coach. He needs a coach. Don't forget it's about fit. who was in the room 
with Mahomie when Mahomie was in Kansas City. Exactly. See, I don't care how many y'all want to hate on EB. I ain't doing it. Y'all just don't understand what it takes to get over the hump. Yep. And it's ugly. It's tough. And it is tough. It ain't pretty. And and nobody wants to be the bad guy, but you can't win without a bad guy. Right. See, y'all been sold by the good humor man, the ice cream truck guy. <laughs> See, that's, that's crap, yeah. yeah. Uh-uh, no, about. you need a dude porcupine. Yeah. See, so I'm hoping that EB gets the hell out of here and gets to go to Chicago and work with that kid oh. or wherever Caleb goes. Yeah. I just hope he gets a guy like EB. You got to get a guy that's like going to see the dentist. You got to be uncomfortable yep. in order to break through things. That's true. Especially- the good humor man ain't going to be good for nothing but rotting your teeth out. And I do agree with you. I think just like Mahomes had to get coached by a tough-ass NBA enemy, this is the thing about Caleb, and over the next couple of months during this pre-draft process, we're going to pick apart his game. But just from watching it with the naked eye, he never plays on schedule. You can't do that in the National Football League unless you have the elusiveness of Lamar Jackson, who plays off schedule as much as anybody. Yeah, but but he can run away from everybody. Yeah. This isn't Pac-12 defense, the Slim. That you get ready to no, see in the NFL. He, Caleb did that at Oakland. He does it against everybody. Don't put that Pac-12. He yeah, did Big it, 12. It, it's different. He'll do it everywhere. Now, here is different. Mm-hmm. The hits are going to be different. Exactly. I don't want to see Caleb get hit that often. Correct. See, that's the difference is that if Caleb gets in the right situation and he trusts them. Yes. See, first of all, you got to be coachable. Think about Mahomes proving you. Yep. He was coachable, and he also had what Howell has here. He has somebody – that plays his position that cared about him. Yeah. Because that young man that had his leg tore up here, he's a grown ass man. Warrior. He's a warrior. Yep. See, so, and that's what Howell has here with our guy. Yeah. <clears throat> you need a good situation. You can't go wrong with Caleb, but I hear all this talk. Let him drop to somebody. What? No, it hadn't even really started yet. It's, yeah. it's still the, the conversation and chatter around Caleb and. What I think is going to happen in this offseason, they're going to try to pick holes in this game. That's what and we Bo, do. Let me tell you something. Bo. Bo. Played as much college football as anybody. Bo got my attention. Yeah. Bo Nix. Yeah. No, he a baller. Because he took. See, I love guys that go through adversity. Yes. He went through adversity and he didn't fall apart. Some guys, especially quarterbacks yep. as a whole, the way the society kisses their behind. <laughs> if something goes wrong, they can't handle it. I love a man that's been benched. Yeah. Guy been set back, fights back. Got a callus built, yeah. man. That's why Theisman, who's going to join us, he's an ultimate warrior. Because Joe wanted to compete. Yep. Special teams, offense, defense, yeah, whatever. Forgot about that. Joe yeah. said, get me in the game. Yeah. No, that's the kind of guy means. I want to go to war with. See, yeah. <laughs> I like Bo Nix. So based on what we read to you from Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, what he's hearing is that Washington, for damn sure, is going to be interested in a quarterback uh, in this coming April's draft. Right now, they're currently slated to pick number three. If the Arizona Cardinals win one of their final two games and Washington loses out, Washington can get all the way up to two. Dan Graziano already hearing that Washington has an affinity for local prospect Caleb Williams. With that being said, we'll go to the phones on this. Which first-round quarterback prospect would you want here in D.C.? I can't wait to hear this. Caleb Williams, yeah. Drake May, Jake Daniels, Bo mm-hmm. Nix, Michael big Penix. Penix energy. He's going to bring that big Penix energy. He's going to bring that big Penix energy. 
No one's got a cooler nickname is Michael Penix. But no, in all honesty, we know Washington's going to end up taking the quarterback. Which quarterback would you want to take? We'll take your calls on that next here on the Team 980. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What a beautiful thing it is. In the absence of the rooster, cock-a-doodle-doo. You know, what do you think Chris Russell's doing right now? Signing autographs. He's signing autographs. Kissing babies. Or kissing babies. Or at a podium. Somewhere doing a lecture kind of deal. And you know the thing about roosters so cool? For some people, it would be exhausting. For him, it's just normal. That's what he does. Yeah, just what he does. That's who he is. Yeah, that's who he is. Always ready to go. Had good fun with him uh, Doc, joining can, us, can you, can Grant you Danny. The, can you pull the curtain back and, and tell tell the folks how you were able to pull Joe Theismann, man? Yeah, I just called him. That's a joke. I mean, uh, <laughs> I need I you. Said, <laughs> Remember I all those times I used to block for you? No, I just said today is a day where most people haven't been in the position. Mm-hmm. Very few people get to play the position in our whole culture. There just aren't that many people that have ever done it. And we treat it differently than any other position in all the sports. And um, all kidding aside, people don't understand this, especially from an African-American standpoint, who in the 70s, who played it, or 60s and 70s, and then was told you couldn't do it if you wanted to advance your career. Yep, And... I share it with people because a lot of people don't believe it, and you got to understand that's the way it was. And then for Doug Williams to have actually gone all the way, and for me, Marlon Briscoe was my hero in that being the first guy I saw doing something that I, I tried to do and was then moved out of it, and then to see Doug actually do it and get it all the way through, there are people that will never understand what that means to us, some people, 
some people it's no big thing. For others, it's everything. Yeah. Because unless you know what it's like to be denied access to something and you did nothing wrong, just simply because of how you look or how you sound, you, if you haven't been in that shoes, shut the F up because you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so I, I do. So Joe gets it because he did it, and he did it where he came in when the over-the-hill gang was popular. It was veterans at age, and he was a young buck. Yep. And they ostracized him. He was on the outside, had to fight his way in, and he fought his way in all the way to the top. Could have gave up. Could have gave up, but he had no quit in him. That's why I love Joe Theismann. And then again, when you got a guy like that and then you win with him, He's won everywhere he's been. So, yep. and we we don't talk winning. I know it's a bad word around here, <laughs> but I'm 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 never gonna get off that. So, yeah. I think I thought it would be our crowd, our audience deserves to hear from a guy who's done it. Let's go out to the phones. We're asking about quarterback here. Dan Graziano, uh, NFL insider for ESPN, saying when he's talked to his sources, word around the water coolers that the Washington Commanders already have an affinity for local quarterback prospect Caleb Williams on a USC. We know that quarterback is probably going to be where Washington goes with their top three draft selection in April. Which quarterback do you want? A lot of different options and a lot of different flavors in this year's draft class. We want to hear exactly which guy you want. Polly. We don't hold along. What's going on, Polly? L to the W. What's going on? What's going on, baby? Happy holidays. Same to you. Same to you, Big L. You know what I mean? Doc was good, my guy. Hey, man, Big L, man. You know what I'm doing? Yeah, you know what I mean? I am. I'm I'm like the designated driver. I'm the the driver's ed instructor. Yeah. Hey, listen, we know what Russell's doing right now, man. He's grading some cheese over some calamari. (laughs) (laughs) We know that. You ain't got to ask that question. It's lunchtime. Come on, man. Hey, hey, Robert Annapolis, shut up, man. You don't know what you talk about ever. Look, man, I'm going to tie these statements together. I'm going to start off with first the quarterback thing. Look, I think we're missing the point here, all right? My thing is with this whole situation, the quarterback change, it ain't even about how he'll be all right under contract, like you said. You know what I'm saying? And, and Linnell, me and you have been screaming since, since Brissett was signed that yep. he should be, it should be his job to lose. Sam should have to beat him out. But, pause. But I'm going to say this, though. My whole thing is who in the hell is letting Ron make this decision? Lord. I, this, we done. Ron is done. The season's over with. This ain't even about winning and losing anymore. This is about draft capital. And we're letting Ron Rivera make a decision that can affect 2024 draft capital. And he's not going to be here. Mm. We're the ownership group at. Mm. This shouldn't even be Ron Rivera's decision that's right now. That's what Doc's been saying. That, that's crazy. That, that's how I'm looking at it. Like, man, no, 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 no. He shouldn't be making this decision, man. Because it could affect a lot of things, man. Because I'll tell you what, Chicago, y'all talking about Chicago taking Caleb Williams. They take Caleb Williams, and to me, it's only two quarterback draft at the top, Caleb Williams and, and Jaden Daniels. Yeah. And Arizona mm-hmm. mess around and take Jaden Daniels. You know what? I'm pick, I, I'm picking up the phone. I'm trying to recoup some extra picks, move back a couple slots. Then I'm picking the phone back up, and I'm asking Chicago about Justin Fields. 
We were talking about it yesterday. Oh, yeah. no, Did you imagine discussion. Justin Fields yeah. and that Shanahan offense? Good Lord. Yeah. Come it on. comes down to the offense on, and the offensive coordinator. Yeah. All he needs is a mentor. Yeah, this is the same thing that the enemy had. Now, we found our way up to number two. You know what I mean? Jada Daniels sitting there, okay. But the way it's looking right now, I don't see the, the Arizona pulling off any games, man. They got the Seahawks. They got the Eagles. You know what I mean? I don't see them pulling off a game. You know what I mean? So we, we, we slotted at that three spot. Them two guys is gone. I'm not a Drake May believer. Them two guys is gone. You know what I mean? I'm picking up the phone in Chicago and asking them, what y'all want from Fields, man? Wow. Let's go. You know what I mean? But I don't appreciate Ron having the autonomy still to make this type of decision. And I agree with you. you know, I'm saying that up, the whole man. time. Have a great hey, I appreciate the call as always, Paul. Let's go, to, right, Paul. let's go to Uptown Mo. What's going on, Mo? Mo. Hey, hey, Doc. Yo. Hey, uh, you know, this weekend it was a caller that was very disrespectful to you, a 49ers fan. I got on him for you, though. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that's why and, you are dog. And then, uh, huh? I said, that's why you are dog. No, Slim. Yeah, he can't be disrespectful to me. Disrespect himself. I I'm work for saying, the people. Doc, he, was kind of, he was kind of rude, you know no, what I mean? No, no, so. it's cool. He all right. I love it. You know what I mean? I, I want to have exchange with people. I want to be able to let people be who you are. You know, um, Cowboy fans, 49er fans, same ilk, kind of running there from that front-runner standpoint. I just don't like when people generalize talking about you guys. No, be specific. You know, and uh, oh, but it's that's cool. That's what you said. That's yeah. What, that, yeah, that's what you specific. said, dog. Yeah. I just had to remind them that they haven't won nothing since 94. No, but it's okay. Anyway. It's okay. They're better than we are. One, one thing about they, it. They and are. So I accept it. And hopefully we won't we won't get sand kicked in our face much longer. Hey but man, if we can't, the, the beauty about sports is no different than when you're growing up. It's talking a little bit of trash about the team you like versus somebody you don't. Well, I've never met you, Doc, but I do have an affinity and love for you, and, and you are a legend. So I was just letting you know. My man, yes. appreciate you, man. Peace. Um, what you got uh, on your mind? I don't want us to pick it too. <laughs> I don't, you don't care if we pick it one. I don't care if we pick it three. But RG3 and Chase was our last two <sighs> second overall. Yeah. I don't care if we pick it one or three. <laughs> two just not – it doesn't yeah, seem yeah. to work for us. I feel that. Like, I like that. And one, three, four. We can get a call. I don't care. But just mm-hmm. two, I don't – I'm not even trying to get to two. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I just – I take it off the air. Thank you. It's <laughs> uncomfortable. You, we got Trent – what was Trent? Six? Four. I think Trent four, was four. Four? Yeah. Um, I'm surprised Ice didn't know that off heart, but it you can get the best player in the draft yeah. at the 29th pick or Anywhere. the first or second. It don't matter what round, it's what selection. It's the beast. And do you get him at the right time? And do you have the what it takes to cultivate him and create that environment? There's so many things about this, which is why – why do I say this? Because if we win one of these two games, you can forget about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you if Jacoby gets on a run, I mean, the Niners got a couple of injuries. They are not what they were three weeks ago. They better not beat San Fran. Well, okay. I'd be bes- – I'm, I'm okay. telling you. They'd have to, they had to turn off my key card. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Ronald. What's going on, Ronald? DOC, yeah. What up? What up, man? Your boy Paul, he stole my thunder. He's so, 
PTC, a prime time caller, in my opinion, because he gets it on spot all the time. And because Rivera is definitely, who turned the chains over to Ron Rivera? Make these executive divisions, which I call them at this crucial time of the year, two games left, and you, you want to solidify a spot. And here he is. I'm a, unless he whispered in somebody's ear, you know we're going to tank these games. Just run the ball 60 times. <laughs> uh, I'm just giving a little funny observation. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate it. Hey that be so, that'd be crazy. Go to, let's go to Rob in D.C. What's going on, Rob? Man, what's going on, Doc? Hey, Rob. What's up, man? man and the, joke, the craziest thing about the whole situation is Ron ain't fired. So, I mean, I know he, we say he's not going to be here. What if he is here next year? Oh, I know one thing. He don't need to be making no personnel decisions at all. Even when he, even last year, two years ago, he should have never been a person in charge of personnel ever. So I agree with that a thousand percent. But now that's the first I've heard of this. I've heard nobody say this scenario. Suppose this were to continue. I'm saying that. Yeah, what no, what I'm gonna be exit here? stage left. I understand. Like in the Fred understand. Flintstone well, thing, it'd be yeah. Man, it's crazy. But uh, if I was to draft now, nah, and also man, I don't. Man, like, Doc, we play ball. I play ball just like you play ball. Ball is my – I ain't worried about no draft. We got a game this week. So, I mean, whatever pick we pick in the draft, we pick in the draft. I don't, I don't care what number it is. The dude better come in and play ball. It don't matter which pick he get. But, I mean, we got a couple of guys. It's a couple of late guys. I like I like Devin Leary from, from uh, Kentucky. I like uh, – uh, shoot. The Tulane, the, from, uh, the Tulane quarterback's interesting, too, if we're talking about later guys. Yeah, I'm saying so. If, if anything, in the first round, we need some linemen. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would take five linemen. <laughs> Every draft pick would be an officer lineman. I wouldn't even draft. I don't even care about no quarterback because yeah. you put a quarterback out there behind this officer line, they gonna die. That's what it is. That's good and, stuff, and, baby. And Linnell, my last, my last point, Lanell, you was right. Me and you talked to some about Lamar Jackson, ah. and it was just malpractice. They yeah. sit there talking about LeBron goes on the stage saying we don't want Lamar Jackson. Look now, look at the rest of the league. Now look at him. Yeah. Crazy. And he didn't make that. He did. Uh, Linnell did do that. Got to do it. it. Don yeah. Sullivan on X. I, mm-hmm. I feel you. We'll get back to you because uh, you make some comment. Yeah, and I, I agree with you too, Don. We got some people getting it done on people X. People feisty, man. Well, it's good. We get ready to roll out the red carpet. Super Bowl winning quarterback Joe Theismann get ready to join the program. What better insight from a man who's been in the exact same position that Sam Howell is currently in? We're here. From one of the greats of the Burgundy and Gold next on the Team 980. Essig. Beautiful intro. The Iceman. Iceman. I don't know if Joe T was ever referred to as the Iceman, but he was definitely referred to as the Closer. Because Joseph, um, yeah, I mean, nobody better in my book. And uh, do we have – no, you can't get Joe directly. He'll have a person, and that guy will get to Joe. <laughs> then they take Joe to phone, and then, no, hey, 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 Will, this is Doc. Tell Joe, yeah, is he what, steam room? He, he said give him 30 seconds. Give him 30 oh, seconds. Oh, yeah. man, you are funny as heck. <laughs> hey, Doc. Exactly. Joseph, hey, man, I know the prize bull here, Linnell Willingham. And, like, can you and, officially introduce me to Joe Thais? But, Joe, I'm, I'm, I'm just a, a mere young brat that just gets to sit He's in his chair every now and then. Now. Well, but you, I'm a huge you know, fan. 
Uh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Doc and I, uh, we shared a lot of wonderful times together and a lot of laughs, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've had a lot of fun. Uh, other than watching our football team the last couple of years, it's been a little painful. <laughs> Just a little? Yeah, yeah. You know, but Joe, <laughs> and I've I've used you in so many different examples because a lot of people have never been around great leadership. They've just been around talent. But when you get great leadership and talent, you can ultimately become a world champion. And that's what I was able to experience with Joe. But the process that Joe went through to get to where he ultimately did as an MVP, Joe, just want you to spend a few moments from Sam's perspective. Yeah. Because people look at you now and they see finished product. Just give us what you think he is going through by not being able to get that ball out of his hand and just being young in the NFL? I think there's there's a couple of factors, Doc. First of all, uh, I played at a time when they really didn't want the rookies on the field. You know, there was no economic pressure to put somebody on the field. There wasn't any free agency. When I played, you played your rear end off to keep your job because if you didn't or you got hurt and someone did got in there and did better, you were gone. And so, I mean, there was, there was an incentive to be able to be on the field. There was an incentive to be as good as you could be. And not that, not that guys don't try hard today, but so many things around the game itself today have changed the way guys, I think, approach it. I think the worst, I think the worst executed position in football today is wide receiver because they don't have to work after five yards, and a lot of them don't. Mm. And in Sam, see, I, you know, I started. I love the game of football, first of all, and I know Sam does too. I mean, I've I've had conversations with him, um, but instead of having the time to be able to learn, uh, like we saw Steve Young do, like we saw Alex Smith do, like we've seen different quarterbacks do, who sat for a year or two, learned how to be a professional, learned how to study, and the other part of it is, is you know, people are changing offenses like we change T-shirts. <laughs> I mean, you just, you know, it's okay. This let's We'll get this one for next year, this one for next week. And it's like, it's very difficult to establish any kind of consistency and continuity from a play caller standpoint to the quarterback when the kid's constantly trying to learn what the verbiage is. One of the hardest things in, in, in our business is getting all this verbiage out of your mouth in the huddle and make sure that everybody knows where they're supposed to be. Uh, I think in Sam's case, you know, you, you have to, and I believe this, I was blessed, and you were part of it, Doc. Our, my, my guys up front, our hogs, quote-unquote, were the best in the National Football League. And I think Jr. would tell you the same thing. I felt the same way. Artie would tell you. I don't care who you talk to. Those guys made life very, very comfortable. And the quarterback position is the single most dependent position on the field. You get sacked 60 times. That doesn't count the amount of times you got hit. Mm. You know, people people sort of look at sacks and go, well, we're the worst team in football when it comes to sacks. Forget that. There'll be another 80 or 90, maybe 100 hits for all the dropbacks that he's taken. We've, yeah. we've dropped back more than anybody in football. Um, and it, it just, you know, along the offensive line, if you can't run the football, look at the Buffalo Bills the other night against the Dallas Cowboys. You know, yeah. uh, people, you know, it's funny. Josh Allen's a heck of a talent. Do you know how many yards he had passing? 94. <laughs> and, and so I think in Sam's case, it's a process, and this is one of the things we see today, mm-hmm. it's a process that ownership is not willing to go through. You put the guy out there, 
You let him take his lumps. And for me, when I studied my own self on film and was honest with myself, I could improve. I work with kids. I work with college kids today. I work with, I talk to some pro guys. And, and I sit down and I say, we'll sit down and look at film. I say, don't tell me what you think you want me to hear. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you see. Because if we're seeing something a little bit different and you tell me why you didn't do this or why you did this, then we have a foundation to work from to correct it. I think Sam's case, first of all, he's been under the gun. Yeah, it's a new offense. And if you have to take time to think of what you see, you're always going to be late. Yep. It's like, you know, it's like in, in college football, we see these young guys come out of college football and they're, you know, 68% pass completion. Well, you got two people to look at. <laughs> Here at our level, there's five. And you yeah. better know where all five are. And you're going to have probably less of a, a less second to get rid of the football. I think Sam, I think Sam, we've seen times when he's played really, really well. My problem is, is I think he's taken it on his shoulders because the team has struggled to try and make plays. I think yeah. of the interception, the late interception against the Giants. No yeah. reason to throw it. No reason to throw it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but then you look at some throws earlier in the year that he makes, you know, Terry catches a touchdown pass in the end zone and just threads the needle. Um, I, there's no patience in the National Football League with anybody. I mean, we're, I think, what, Russell Wilson's being sat down. We're going to start Jacoby. Um, the Giants are going to start somebody. They're going to start Tyrod. Yeah. I mean, there's been, there'll be like 65 quarterbacks that have started in the National Football League on 32 football teams. Whew. Cleveland's on their fourth. Yeah. But the, the, it, it is, it's this, to, to put it sort of wrap a bow around it, it's the single most dependent position on the field. Yep. And that's the other thing, too, is if, you're, if your line's not blocking it, you, you're in tough shape. But if your receivers aren't catching the football for you, I mean, the ball that went through Logan's hands last week, sure he didn't, you know, sure he threw two interceptions. But whose fault was the first one? Yeah, got to help him out. Got to help him out. Got, you you got to help him out. And you can't, you know, it's, you, once the ball leaves your hands, you have no control over it. Yeah. Joe, I want yeah, to ask you this. So, Joe, I want to ask you this. I, you have a very unique perspective as being someone that had to scratch, fight, and claw for everything that you got in the National Football League. From an outsider's perspective, knowing how near and dear this, this organization is to your heart, what did you make of the decision the last couple of years, actually, Joe, for Ron and this coaching staff to neglect a quarterback competition? I, you know, I, I, when Ron made the decision to give it to Sam during the offseason, I felt like it was the right decision. And the reason is you don't ignore it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you basically have to play yourself out of the job. And I felt like it was a good thing because when you prepare in competition, Okay, let's say you've got two guys competing for a job. Mm -hmm. There's a difference in competing for a job in training camp and mini camps and OTAs than there is preparing yourself mentally as a starter. And by the way, this is something that you have to consider. How much time do you have to evaluate guys? You've got 17 days of training camp. What are you evaluating? You're evaluating guys in shorts. That's it. We've got the preseason, too. Well, uh, baloney. Right. They, they don't play. <laughs> Obviously, you are real young. I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah. I told you he was 26, Joe. I got zinged by Joe Thomas, and I love him. He, you know, Doc, the problem with this is he actually believes that this preseason is, a, is, is, is his reality. I know it. I know okay. it. 
when I came in the league, we had six preseason games. Wow. Yeah. I, when we were when wow. when I joined the Redskins in '74, mm-hmm. we do you know how big the weight room was? How big? Big as this all? It was, it was fifteen this? by it was fifteen by fifteen, 15, by 15. feet. Jesus. Feet. Yeah. You know what the you know what the weight room consisted of? A well, universal gym. Universal gym. Yeah. And you know what's so funny about that? I have that same universal gym in my garage at my home in Virginia. <laughs> And, and tell him that the strength coach the brought his dog to work at his Rottweiler exactly, in there. Good that's God. exactly right. That's right. You know, Danny, Danny, Danny put it helped, uh, put it together for me. But see, the thing is, is you don't you don't really get tempered in the preseason. Yeah. You you know there's you're, you're you're so limited in preparation, and at the college level, we see these kids th- this portal. A, a kid thinks he's really good. His mom and dad tells him he's really good. It, you know, his high school coach tells him he's really good, so he thinks he's really good. But he gets no foundational training to stay someplace for two or three years at a college where somebody can coach him. I feel terrible for college coaches today. They got no chance at the quarterback position. And we get and what we're getting is we're getting the unfinished product. So but to circle back to Sam, mm-hmm. I think that this year, as tough as it has been, will be invaluable to him going forward. Because he will be able to understand what he should and should not do. And like I said, you can't take it on yourself to think that you're going to be able to write the ship when you're lying on your back looking up at the stars all the time. Yeah, it's a tough, tough position to be in, Sam. Obviously, I don't. he's not the most sack quarterback in football anymore. Uh, sack percentage has improved a little bit here over the past month or so, but obviously not good enough for him to remain the starting quarterback. We're on the phone right now with Super Bowl winning quarterback Joe Theismann, burgundy and gold legend Joe Obviously, your perspective on quarterback is so great, but when you when you look at big picture, what's moving, what's next for this franchise? I said it as a twenty six year old man. This is probably moving forward the best position that the franchise has been in. You'll have a top four pick. You're flush with cap space. You have an ownership group that wants to revitalize this organization and community. For the Burgundy and Gold faithful out there, why should we be optimistic moving forward about what we're seeing here? I think you cited the reasons. You know, you're going to bring in some off. You're going to bring in some talent. I almost said it, offensive talent. You know, it was inevitable that we were going to lose. You know, defensive linemen because we drafted four in a row with our number one pick, and sooner or later you got to pay them. What I find so amazing and, and comical, to be honest with you, is Montez Sweat leads two teams in sacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's and that's how bad Chicago was. Right. He's barely been there, and he's, he leads them in sacks. Yeah. Um, and the impact, but there, there's no way you were going to be able to afford everybody economically. Yeah. It just you can't do it nowadays in our game. Um, I think that having the cap space, you can bring in some veteran uh, leadership. You can bring in some veteran talent, um, and I would think that their number one focus will be on the offensive line. Yeah. Even when we drafted a defensive back number one last year, you're still focused on that side of the ball. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, and two of the guys are gone that were there. So you're going to need help there. But, you know, the money is going to give you a chance to be able to invest. You know, if, and whomever you bring in, whether if it's Jacoby or, and Sam and they're going to compete, that position is not going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah. It's just it's not going to be $40 million a year. You're going to have that money in the cap to be able to invest it around the position, which is a plus also for us. Um, 
you know, I would put our, truthfully, I put our receiving core up against almost anybody in football as a whole. Um, and it's just a question of, of which, which is a, which is a double-edged sword. When you have, you know, people like Jahan and and Curtis and, and Terry, um, when you have receivers that have that kind of talent, it's impossible to target each of them in an equal fashion and be able to run your offense. You know, there there has to be somebody that you're going to target more than someone else. You're going to move somebody around to get them the football. The other guys have to be unselfish and content until their number is called Mm -hmm. to play the role that they play. You know, the great thing about our football team, Doc, Mm -hmm. was everybody had a role. You had a role. Donnie had a role. Clint had a role. Joe Washington had a role. Jr. had a role. Um, You know, Art had a role. Alvin and and Virgil. Everybody had a particular role, and they played it to the best of their ability Mm -hmm. without griping about the fact that they're not getting this, they're not getting that. I got to be honest with you. I knew we were in trouble when I heard guys were complaining that EB was a little too hard on. Oh my God, Joe! I didn't know what to think. I I was beside myself. I I thought to myself, "You're making how many millions of dollars?" Come on, in last place, Joe. Don't forget that. And and you and you're and and we're not a football team Mm -hmm. that has competed at the level that I think the fans and everybody expected. When I heard when I heard that was going on, I thought it's. That was going to be inevitably the beginning of, of what I believe was going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the decision that Ron has made to make the change is the right one. Go back a year ago. I believe it was the, wasn't the Cleveland game the last game a year ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He stayed with Carson Wentz, who looked exactly like Carson Wentz the first four games of the season. <laughs> he looked like Carson Wentz the first half of the game. Okay, and and asked after the game if he thought about replacing Carson with Taylor. He said he considered it. He should have, you know. I think Ron would have to look back on that because you know that was a shot at the playoffs. Yeah, Taylor's now Taylor's now starting in Atlanta. If if he goes in, I think we have a much better chance to win the football game. And maybe Sam Howell never gets the chance to be the starting quarterback. Well, well and maybe Sam gets a chance to to learn more. To learn, yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many different things that could happen, but I think Ron is making the right decision now. Jacoby's earned the right to be on the football field. Yeah. I'm, I'm big. I'm big on earning the right to put that uniform on and represent. Yeah, for sure. I think, you, you know, it, it, this isn't something where you're, you, too many guys are given that position, and then you can't get rid of them because of the economics involved. I think Jacoby has earned the right to be out there. For sure. And, and you know, Sam, Sam has struggled. There's no question. Yeah. Well, Joe, this will be the first time there's been a quarterback competition here. There's never been one. Yeah. Every guy's been given that, and as a result, more than not, they've been in last place. Brother, we're out of here. We're up against the break. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Um, hit your Venmo account, and we will <laughs> we will take care. We'll make sure we yes. know what you like, yeah, and we'll we make send sure the invoice too. Yeah, Doc. Doc, you know you have an unlimited account with me. All right. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> Oh, number seven, as Coach would say, simply one of the best. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome, buddy. Right. Bye-bye. Awesome having Joe Theismann on. I guess that was my, my first introduction. Introduction, as I said. Introduction. I, being in this seat, you get your, it's the Chris Russell effect. What were we, we calling? Jacoby Prissett? What were we calling him Prissett last week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The rooster. We love the old cockadoodle-doo, man. Oh, the cockadoodle-doo. You know, and be, can you just get an excerpt? Not now, but before I need to hear him. <laughs> before we get yeah, out of here, I need to hear him. We yeah, haven't heard I mean, him all day today. I that haven't is heard true. him. I mean, I 
I, 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 this is a fuel for me. Yeah, I tune in. I need to hear him. Yeah. We got one final segment yeah, left to go. I grew up with Walter Cronkite. Uh, in the you show I mean? before we hand things yeah. over to Craig Hoffman. When we come back, I haven't gotten the chance to give out my Super Six Pack yet this oh, week. Oh, that's right. We'll do that next. Nails, right? Nails, Super, Nails six Super Six Pack. My top yeah. six teams in the oh, NFL. I can't wait. After a crazy week 16, yeah. plenty yeah. of shakeup at the yeah. top. Stay tuned. Saucy in a good way, baby. Big thank you to all of you who joined the program today. Took a bunch of calls. Also, big thank you to Super Bowl winning quarterback Joe Theismann joining us in the last segment, giving us his perspective on what Sam Howell can be thinking. Recap the big news of the day. Ron Rivera and company deciding to go with Jacoby Brissett in Week 17 against the Niners. Sam Howell going to sit on the pine this week. We may see him again uh, in Week 18 against Dallas. But before we get out of here, as we do each and every week, I want to give you my Super 6-pack my top six teams in the National Football League. Thank you for accusing me of losing my mind. Now, Super Six Bank. Three, three, two, one. Real quick, coming in at number six, I know I'm going to shock the world with this. It was a crazy week 16 in the NFL, so there's some movement up at the top. Coming in at number six in Nell's Super Six Pack, the Cleveland Browns, Joe Flacco and company, coming in here, and basically showing the rest of the National Football League why it's important to have supreme depth at the quarterback position in every position for that matter. They're down their top three tackles. Defensively, they're beat up. Nick Chubb, their best offensive weapon, has been on injured reserve for at least the past six weeks, but they're finding a way to win. Jim Schwartz, for all of you out there who hate defensive-minded retread coaches, I think Jim Schwartz should get an interview this offseason to be the head man. Uh, of an organization. Coming in at number five in Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams in the National Football League, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I know. Easton Stick and Company took them down to the wire this past weekend, but it's not about how you win. It's about getting the win. Buffalo right now, there's no team in the AFC that wants to see the Bills right now. Josh Allen and company hitting a little rough patch offensively, but in a one-game playoff elimination scenario, who wants to see the Buffalo Bills? Number four, the Dallas Cowboys. I know they suffered a tough loss this weekend at the hands of Miami, but I still believe in the product. They only lost by two. And this Dallas defense has struggled the past couple of weeks, but I think come playoff time, they'll whip it back into shape. Number three, I have the Miami Dolphins. No one wants to see them right now either. They're finally getting it going uh, defensively as well. Number two, the 49ers. Yeah, I know they got mollywopped by the Baltimore Ravens on Monday night, but the Ravens are the real deal. Ravens coming at number one, and that is... Is how we wrap up this Wednesday edition of the Chris Russell Show. Craig Hoffman coming up next. Hoffman. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.